Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's a candidate, the Republican candidate for Arizona governor. It's Carrie Lake. Carrie, happy New Year. It's been a while. Hopefully things are going okay for you. Boy, that case, I heard it a little bit as I was waiting for, for us to start the interview. Wow, there's a lot of stuff going on with you right now. Well, we're really busy trying to uh, restore honesty to our elections. It's really basic stuff here. Nothing else can matter if we are not, as um, people, choosing our leaders. That's how our country was designed, right? right? Our sacred vote. We show up on Election Day. We vote. And we get to decide who represents us. And and we've seen and we've seen with proof that lately we haven't had elections. We've had selections. Yes. And it really makes you wonder how many of the people in office actually were truly elected. We see some of these bozos in Congress and we're all banging our head against the wall going, how did these idiots end up there? They're literally working against the American people. And I can tell you the reason they ended up there is because we don't have honest elections. And I will die on this hill. We will restore honest elections in America if it's the last thing I do. And we've got a great case, Joe. Uh, It was in the lower court and you probably followed along for that. Unfortunately, a judge ruled against us and we're appealing that ruling because he uh, did not use the proper legal standards for that ruling. And so we feel very good. Our case is in the appellate court right now, and uh, we're moving forward, and we will continue to move forward. We had um, uh, your our mutual friend, Sheriff Mark Lamont, recently. God bless him and his family uh, after with the tragedy they went through. He, mm. he was talking about the percentage of, of the Arizona vote that Maricopa County is, and it's huge. It's a huge percentage, and you told me from day one, and this has been verified, and nobody can disagree with you, 20% at least of the tabulators weren't working. Even more of them weren't printing dark enough. Then we know that, that people who voted, their votes that couldn't be counted through the tabulator were put in with votes that hadn't been counted yet uh, or that had been counted, and we don't know. Carol, let me ask you this because it's so confusing. Why wouldn't it just be easy to take all of the – because these are all paper votes, even the ones that are mailed in. Just start all over and just recount what you have. I'm not saying re-vote. Maybe down the line you might have to. But not, why not recount what we have? I'm not sure that my friends in Maricopa County's vote was counted. Well, and Maricopa County is so massive that if they mess up in the ways that they do, it affects the entire state. It basically it, it makes null and void the rest of the state because they're so powerful. There's so many votes, so many ballots being counted in Maricopa County. Why not just recount them? Well, let me tell you what our evidence showed. 300,000 whistleblowers tell us 300,000 ballots with no chain of custody were counted. 300,000. Those are those are invalid ballots. They should not have been counted. So we shouldn't then recount those. Right. Two days after Election Day, 25,000 more ballots showed up um, out of nowhere, out of thin air. And right now, just as I'm sitting down for this interview, I'm listening in on a committee at the Arizona State Senate where they're talking about the outrageous voter uh, signature verification uh, faults in our system. It's shocking stuff. 421,000 ballots failed signature verification, but were counted anyway back in 2020, and they never fixed anything before 2022. So the same kind of stuff happened. We had people in the voter signature uh, voter signature verification. Yeah. Uh, area that said at least 140, closer to 150,000 ballots were counted that actually did not meet the signature verification requirements. This is serious stuff. Why were they counted? If we're going to have mail-in ballots, there's only two ways to assure 
that those are legit. One is with really good signature verification, and the other one is with chain of custody, and neither of those were followed in Maricopa County, resulting in close to a half a million votes being counted that should not have been counted. And, so, and, and the uh, law, I would assume, is simple in Arizona. If they aren't done properly, they're thrown out. Yes, but we but have they didn't. people running our elections who don't care about the laws because they want their outcome. Uh, a couple of other things. The two men running the Maricopa County election, they're both Republicans, uh, uh, Judas Republicans, the Rhino Republicans. Right. And their whole political motive going into the election was to defeat one candidate, me. <laughs> they started Stunning. a, a um, political pack a super PAC raising tens of thousands of dollars to raise money to bring down election deniers. And then we found out that the only candidate they were spending money on to bring down was me. So here they are running the election. I'm at the top of the ballot, and they're trying to bring me down and make sure I don't win. Is that illegal in Arizona? I mean, of course, it's a conflict. Without a doubt, it's a conflict of interest, and I'm sorry for interrupting. But is that against the law by state law in Arizona? It has to be, right? You can't run the election and then then, uh, raise money against somebody. We do have conflict of interest laws on the books, but the question is who's going to file that? And we brought it up in our court case. The issue is it is so complex. Even you and I, we've had discussions about it. When you look at it, it is a tangled web that they've woven. And they know it's complex and that people don't have the patience and uh, to go through it and nor do they have the desire to dig through a bunch of complexities and unfortunately we got to dig through this because if we don't we're not going to have a country much longer it is that bad the way they're run and i i'm going to correct you our findings showed 59 percent of election day voting centers had serious problems tabulator uh, tabulators that weren't tabulating and more importantly printing a ballot printers that weren't working. And we found out during our case that played out in a court of law that they were printing out a 19-inch ballot image on a 20-inch ballot rather than the 20-inch ballot image on a 20-inch ballot. So that one slight change caused the tabulators to reject ballots on election day. We found out through a Freedom of Information Act that 180,000 ballots or 180,000 rejections were reported on election day when ballots were shoved into the tabulators. Wow. 180,000 times ballots were rejected on election day. And I just want, I want, I want, I want to spell that out for people who are watching and listening. And by the way, uh, correct me as much as you'd like. I, the 20% number I got was from an election official on election day who walked out and said, and people were taking cell phone video of him, about 20% aren't working right, we're, we're going to get them fixed. I'm glad we have a better number, which is almost 60%. But you've got a 20-inch piece of paper and the tabulator is looking for a ballot that fits on the piece of paper if you put one that's an inch smaller than it should have been putting it through the tabulator the tabulator won't see what it needs to see to mark it as this person that person or the other person that's actually very simple that's not even very scientific if it's not the right size it won't see it right right and so it it was rejecting almost all the ballots on election day. And it's re- it really is, you shake your head and you go, these guys are so devious that they would do this. We had our expert on the stand who said, there's absolutely no way this was an accident. Nobody bumped up against the printer and caused this. Right. This had to have been planned, period. End of story. There's no way around it with the way these systems work. I've also this heard, just- I've heard that there, there wasn't enough toner in some of these machines. Is that true? Some of the machines ran out of toner. They knew when the election was coming. Come on, Carrie. Listen, you and I can sit here right now and figure out when election day is from here until the end of time. Yes. 
It's pretty yep. basic stuff. It's not like it snuck up on them and they went, oh my gosh, it's election day. We're not ready. This was intentional. They knew that 75% of the people voting on election day were Kerry Lake voters, were MAGA voters, people who don't trust the election system. They right. don't trust mail-in ballots and they have every right to vote on election day. And they should show up and have their election day voting operations working. We actually know of a, at least a couple of locations where none of the equipment was working. One of them was at the Cave Creek Town Hall. This is as about as MAGA as you can find in all of America. Cave Creek is an old West town, and um, the people there are truly America first patriots. For much of the day, that voting center had no equipment that was working. And I uh, heard from people who had to drive 20 miles to find another place to vote. This is disgusting. It's despicable, it's un-American, and it's got to stop. How, how many, how many didn't make that drive, by the way? You got you to go 20 miles, and you're a mom, got to get home and make dinner, or a dad who's got to be at work, or a mom who's got to be at work, or soccer. How many people would actually drive the extra 20 minutes? Plus, you've told me stories of people waiting in line for two or three hours and never got to vote. Yeah, or somebody who said, I can't, I, I looked at the line, it looked two or three hours, or somebody said it was two or three hours, I went to another location, same thing. I'm elderly, it's hard to stand, I can't do it. We had one signed declaration under perjury, under penalty of perjury. A woman said, I voted every year since 1981, and this is the first time I was unable to vote, and I tried all day to vote. It was an all-day odyssey, and I never was able to vote. This happened time and time again. And then the people who did vote, they, they tricked them by printing the wrong image on the ballot right. so it would intentionally jam the tabulator so their vote wouldn't count. Now, our uh, a judge allowed us to go down and look at random at random ballots down at McTech after the election, and we pulled ballots. We pulled 15 election day ballots randomly. Guess how many of those had that wrong image printed on them? Don't know. 14 out oh of 15. And so those would need to be duplicated. In order to be counted, they'd have to be duplicated. That means they have to go and recreate that ballot. And then when they count it, those two ballots, the original and the duplicate should be together. Our expert who went down to examine ballots did not see the original and duplicates together. It is a mess. They cheated in a million different ways. They know that the attention span of the American people is shortened to the point where people just don't want to hear all of the minutiae and all of the details because it's a lot to take in. And they're counting on that impatience and short attention span so that Americans will just say, oh, well, we'll get it the next time around. There's not going to be a next time around if we do not demand fair elections and restore honesty to our elections now. And that's why we're in the appellate court. Um, We're ready to move forward and we'll take it to the Supreme Court and we'll go all the way. It's Carrie Lake, a Republican candidate for governor of the great state of Arizona. Go to CarrieLake.com, K-A-R-I, Lake.com. What is the relief? So obviously my idea of recounting the ballots would not work because a lot of them just were wrong and they shouldn't have been counted to begin with. So uh, what do you do other than a revote? And is there precedent or a law in the books in Arizona that would let this vote just happen all over again? Yes, <laughs> there is. But, you know, there's a lot of precedents and law and we're not following it. We're not following the elections manual procedure uh, rules. We're not following the election laws in Arizona. And the people running our election know that they can get away with breaking the law and nothing is being done because we don't have a level playing field here when it comes to laws. And they're stealing our elections and getting away with it. And this time around, they did it in broad daylight. We all saw it. It was stolen right in front of our eyes. And they're, you know what they're thinking? 
Yep, we did it. Now what are you going to do about it? Right. Nothing. It's hard to fight these cases. It's expensive. We've paid out well over half a million dollars in legal fees. And I'm going to fight, if I go penniless fighting this, I will. I'm not going to have my children growing up in a country where our elections are run like Venezuela, Cuba, and North Korea. Yeah. We're going to fight and restore this. So the uh, what they really should do if they're going to look at law is throw out Maricopa County. They throw the results of that county out. Now, what I would like to see happen is I don't want to see all those votes thrown away. I don't want I want people to be able to vote in Maricopa County. I don't want them punished because we have a couple of clowns running our elections by the name of Stephen Richer and Bill Gates. I don't want to see all of Maricopa County voters be punished because those two are corrupt and uh, incompetent. So I would like to see a redo of, a, of election day in, a, in Maricopa County. It's going to be up to the judge. They can either throw out Maricopa County altogether. They could redo Maricopa County. They could, uh, through math and analysis, figure out the percentage of, of votes that were invalid through uh, no chain of command and the percentage of votes that were coming in for Democrats versus Republicans and try to work that way. There are a lot of different ways to handle this, but we cannot have the election stand. The judge should declare me the rightful winner. I am the rightful winner. And we should move on and reclaim our government, our state government. It's been hijacked and stolen by a bunch of people who know this election was fraudulent. The cartels are running our state. I mean, it's think a, about this. Yeah. The guy who is in the secretary of state's office right now, Adrian Fontes, was a cartel lawyer. The people of Arizona what didn't What is going on him. in Arizona? My God. They knew that MAGA was ta America first. Patriots were winning. And that's what the people of Arizona want. They want secure borders. They want to get rid of the fentanyl that's pouring in here. They want to take care of and uh, lift up the homeless on our streets, get them back uh, into functioning citizens. They want to end the scourge of drugs. They want a smart education for their children. They want law and order restored and a reduction of crime on our streets. That's America first, and that's what the people of Arizona want. Hey, these other clowns and they deserve any, it. And these other clowns didn't have any policy, and they knew right. the only way to stop us, because I was going to go in, and I still am, and we're going to secure that border. They, their plan is to have the border wide open. Well, it, well, it is. is. And I, I wanted to, I'm glad you went there. It's Carrie Lake, CarrieLake.com. I want to bring up Katie Hobbs. Uh, first of all, getting sworn in, uh, laughed at the Constitution. Secondly, she tried to get rid of the strike force on the border almost immediately. Immediately, $18 million to sheriff's offices to, to protect the border. And then went after school choice. She is everything you said she would be and then some. The people of Arizona, I know they listened to you, and something that you said really resonated with me. You can't say, well, they got us this time, we'll get them next time, because we said that in 20, and then they did it again in 22. So, yeah. I mean, your fight is really a, a, a valid fight, and one that I think the people of Arizona deserve. But what are your thoughts about the first two days of Katie Hobbs thinking she's the governor, immediately doing exactly what you said she would do? Oh, man. I mean, it's... It's actually even worse than I thought. When she laughed her way through the oath of office, when asked if she would uphold the Constitution, um, it's it's cringeworthy and it, it's almost tear-inducing because it's so sad. Our Constitution is right now in peril. Our rights are in peril with these people, these frauds, stealing our state government. 
And the people will not take it. They won't take it. And that's why we're fighting this. And this isn't just for Arizona, Joe. I'm doing this, hoping that we can restore honest elections in Arizona, and that will create a snowball effect across the country. I want to see fair elections in places like California. So that state, which was once a great state, can rise back up and and reclaim its greatness. I want the whole country to have fair elections. Michigan, I want Michigan and Minnesota and Wisconsin and Georgia and Pennsylvania to have fair elections. And we got to get it started somewhere. I'm willing to do this right here in Arizona and take on this fight. But it's always been about all Americans having the right to choose who represents them. And so it's very dangerous what she's doing. You're right. She took all the money out of the border strike force. She's pulling down, even though it was kind of a pathetic barrier that Doug Ducey put up because he didn't do anything to secure our border for two years. And then in in a panic in his last months, he decided to throw some storage shipping containers up along the border. It was better than nothing. And Hobbs goes in there on day one and pulls that back. She pulls all barriers back. We have hundreds and thousands of people crossing our border in Arizona every day. It's destroying our state. Drugs are pouring across, but she doesn't care. They want the destruction of America. They truly do. They want to see a destabilization of our state, of our country. They want to see jobs going to people here illegally. They want the drugs pouring in and killing young Americans. And they want a lack of law and order so that there's just complete chaos. And then we crumble and they want to turn us into a communist nation. And we're we're on the verge of that right yeah. now. It's exactly right. It's Carrie Lake, carrielake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. Righteous fight. She's continuing to fight. I hope it ends up in the Supreme Court where maybe we'll get a conservative court, a constitutionally based court to say, yeah, this isn't okay. People were disenfranchised. Carrie, come back off and thank you so much for continuing this fight. And, uh, and I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about it, you can go to savearizonafund.com or you can follow me on my social media. We are going to be putting out some tweets on this outrageous, what we're hearing in this election committee at the Arizona State Senate is shocking stuff. We're going to be putting out some of the details on that. So be sure to follow me on Twitter or Truth Social, Getter, all of that. Do all of that. Carrie, thank you so much. We're back after this. Stay right here. Thanks, Joe. This is the Joe Pag Show. You missed any part of that interview with Carrie Lake or my interview with Rudy Giuliani where we broke some exclusive news, that audio from Hunter Biden. Make sure you go to Rumble tonight, rumble.com slash Joe Pags, or download the app and put in Joe Pags. That's Polo, that's Sam, that's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pags Show.